Hey guys, welcome to the Crazy Juicy Love Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Allen. Yes! You know, this podcast is dedicated to bringing honest, authentic conversations so that you can have a healthy, happy, healthy, juicy love life. Here's Crazy Juicy Love. So welcome back to the Crazy Juicy Love Podcast with your host, Jimmy Allen, your loving relationship coach. So, you know, thank you guys for listening again, you avid supporters. Don't forget to rate, subscribe and click the like button. Also, don't forget to share these episodes, you know, to grow this community. And, uh, And don't forget the community on Facebook. I do have a private community on facebook so the links are in the show notes that you can get the support that you need around your love and love life or your dating experience so with further ado yes let's get into this podcast um so we're going to be talking about if you feel a sense of emptiness while you're dating or in love, we're going to tell you where that come from. I'm going to give you three tips. So if you have to listen to this whole thing in order to get those three tips and the why you feel a sense of emptiness. Um, so, you know, so let's get into this. Yes. And we're going to get into this and I want you to listen to this in a way of learning not like, you know, something um and to approach this newly that you have never heard before because we sometimes we come in uh any situation or any podcast with our own judgment our own resentments our own pain and it filters our view and the way we listen to the person who is talking so do me a favor put all of that aside because it has no need no 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 need um, in this conversation with you today, because this is ultimately to help you cultivate some juicy love. You know, hey man, raise your hand if you need some, if you not need but want some juicy love in your love life, because God knows a brother does. Okay, so if you feel a sense of emptiness when you're dating, hooking up, or whatever the case may be. You have a belief that you are alone. You're always alone. People don't connect with you and you're alone. And it has happened from a childhood um, situation. And it's your job to uncover what that is. And so you are uh, incredibly self-sufficient always busy priding yourself and not needing of others you make sure that others are taken care of and then your needs are not met and then at the end of the day you're home alone you go home alone from a date they don't call you because guess what you're self-sufficient i don't i don't need that i don't need them um but deep down you want that that deep intimate and romantic connection and we want to be understood you want to be heard you want to be seen by someone else because let's face it we're all born to connect that's our innate nature 
I don't care if you believe that, believe it or not, scientifically, a baby cannot survive without connection. So we spent nine months in our mother's stomach connecting. We spent, you know, a good majority of our youth uh, depending on um, our our parents for that need and love and support. Whether you do it, knew it or not, or like it or not, how they supported you, we we crave that attention. And so we're born to connect. So for me, I see a lot of gay men really live from this place. Like, I don't need this this romantic thing. I don't need to conform myself to heterosexual norms. We say these things outwardly knowing deep down that that's not really true. Now, you may not want to ever be in, in a relationship. Now, Shonda Rhimes, you know, that is true for her. She was like, I don't want to. She said, I don't want to marry. I never want to marry another man. I, I want the companionship of another man, but I don't need to marry or be living with a man. And that's totally fine. But she knows that is true for her that she's done the work to clear out that she doesn't have to conform to, you know, societal norms. So, you know, another thing that how we align ourselves with this I am alone belief and we feel this sense of emptiness is that we start to busy ourselves. Like a lot of gay men are very, you know, busy themselves. They become super successful because, you know, love is not available to them. Like love is not important. We put it on the shelf. And then... When we're ready, now we're successful. When we try to get into love and relationship, we can't sustain love because we're, we've been holding love off and we've been holding love hostage, you know, um, and we've been practicing not connecting, being so self-sufficient and the thought of relying on someone else really scares a lot of people to say that I need you. I want you in my life. You know, and there is a clear difference between need and want. You know, needing someone is very dangerous. You know, I was reading in psychology today that needing someone is like, you know, uh, you can't be who you are without the thing that the other person is. That you can't survive without them. That's very dangerous. And that what's reflecting back to you is that you haven't learned to be that thing that you're depending on the other person for yourself so it's a very good opportunity for you to learn how to bring that to the table you know and uh, it's also you know the whole self-sufficient thing you know i'm alone i you know, i feel in um a sense of emptiness in a relationship it's, uh, it comes from like it's where this belief is coming from it's, it's causing you to unconsciously make this unconsciously making you single you're unconsciously choosing people who are going to leave you're unconsciously choosing people who just don't show up for you and you just and it verifies your belief like see you know see there it is look 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 um so, you know, basically you're coming from a hurt place. And if your parents told you to never rely on someone else, that's a hurt passed down belief. Now, it may have made you successful, but however, it is keeping love at bay. You know, Maria Folio, who's actually one of my coaches, Maria Folio, 
because uh, I've been taking B-School. And she says that like she was so self-sufficient that she didn't need her husband, which caused a real um, disruption in her family, in her relationship, because she was always working, always achieving, always striving. And her husband's like, okay, I get that you're successful, but what about our relationship? Our relationship is falling to the side and you're not nurturing that relationship and because in her youth her mother said never rely on a man for money and that belief drove her to be successful which is great but also was sabotaging her relationship so you know it it, it really runs your runs you into the ground trying to do everything for yourself for your business for others and it's, it's quite frankly it can be exhausting to be uh all for one person that you're not for yourself um and being in a relationship with somebody who is depending on you to be all of that that they can't even be or know how to be that for themselves so you know some of the other signs that are one you are addicted to love like you unconsciously jump from person to person to person to person to person and you know i was in a relationship with someone who after we broke up was um was in relationship after relationship after relationship after relationship and single right now and basically ward off love uh, and had has not done the work of like where does that come from um and he had that whole self-sufficient thing. He had that whole like go-getter thing, which I loved, but the rela- our relationship fell to the wayside because it was always our relationship was not a priority. Um, and you know, and he hadn't done any healing for himself. That's why every single relationship they left, you know. And finally, the last relationship that he was in, the his fiance he was going to get married, said to him you need help like i can't be with you i'm leaving he had his bags packed at the door and left so another like sign that you avoid conflict with those you're intimate with like fearing that this argument or disagreement could be the beginning of the end so you avoid like talking about things that bother you or bother them about your relationship like you run around and think la di die like you know that nothing phases you and bother you but when somebody brings something up you're like okay everything's good you know it, that's that's a sign that you feel like you're unlovable it, it's it, it uh, perpetuates the belief that you have about yourself now you may not believe that you're lovable you're like i am lovable i'm unlovable i am lovable but that is the thing that's running your show. That's why, as I said, that it's unconsciously running the show. So you have to be willing to look at how your actions are aligned with that belief that you, that you are unconsciously making yourself and creating the life around you, uh, making yourself alone. And then you busy yourself with all these things so you don't have a sense of loneliness because you're so distracted from the loneliness. And so, you know, I mean, where does this come from? 
you know, uh, one example is it normally comes from childhood. You never got picked on. Um, like, like a sense of like picked on, I mean, like picked for things. And, or, you know, you have siblings come from like a big family or one to two, three people. And then the other child was the favorite. You know, you have this sense of loneliness, like, oh, you should be more like your brother. Or, oh, you should be more like your sister. Or you should be more like them. Or you should be more like these other boys. And you never felt good enough. And you always had this sense of loneliness. So sometimes you just give up on their, those relationships because you're like, well, why? They're going to pick the other person anyway. And, you know, I, yeah, I have been there. So, you know, unconsciously, you are keeping love at bay by busying yourself, by deflecting yourself, by avoiding. It's an avoiding complex. You know, you end up alone over and over and over again. It shows inwardly and outwardly, and your attitude reflects that belief. And your friends keep conversation on the surface because they know you can't handle emotional conversations or any deep conversations or any like feeling conversations. They avoid it with you because they know that you can not handle it. And you have taught them to be that way. We're always teaching people how to treat us over and over and over again. So what is the solution? So, you know, finding the source, you know, really, you know, for me, there are so many things linked back to like my dad, who's never in my life, to my mother, who's in my life, and really, you know, having phone conversations with my mom, I discovered this thing, you know, and it doesn't serve our relationship. You know, I made this decision when I was younger and I see how... You know, it affected our relationship. It's like having the courage. It's like stepping into courage and stepping into compassion and empathy for yourself and forgiving yourself for making that decision way back when or allowing yourself to give your power away, forgiving yourself and making amends to yourself really pushes back on that belief and we have to replace the thoughts that we're having in our heads. You know, one of the things I used to say, you know, is that, you know, uh, I am a loving and compassionate person and I have to align myself with those actions, with actions that align myself with that belief because we spent so many years, you know, 35, 40, whatever age you are, that's how long we've been living in that cycle of, I, I am not lovable. I feel a sense of emptiness when I'm with people or with love or with and, and, and uh, romantic relationships, you know. So, you know, and it's uncomfortable to, to trust me. Uh, and um, the book uh, Unfuck Yourself with Gary John Bishop, uh, very, I'm not sure what he looks like, but his voice is very sexy. Um, you know, he says, you know, get used to being uncomfortable. Now, I've heard this over and over and over again, but somehow when he said it, it was like, oh, this is a part of being successful. This is a part of being in a successful relationship. This is a part of being in a healthy relationship because sometimes some conversations are uncomfortable, but it's okay to feel what you feel, allow you to go through that process. Be like be having the willingness to be uncomfortable in conversations 
with somebody you're dating, with somebody you're friends with, best friends with, with your family, with your parents. And if they react, then you know that they're uncomfortable with their feelings. They're uncomfortable with, they have a sense of the same thing that you have. You cannot back down. You have to stand in your truth because you it's it's your life it's your opportunity to evolve that in you you're not responsible how they react how they feel you are responsible of aligning yourself with the belief that you are lovable that you deserve true love that you deserve great love that you deserve juicy love Whew, that was a mouthful so uh listen Again, I'm offering a 20-minute conversation. If you need help discovering this, if you need help with this, distinguishing this, that if this is running your life, I want to know if this is true. You know, and again, like I'm offering, you know, a seven, uh, seven tips, you know, workshop that is on my website. You can go to jimmyallen.com and get your free copy once you sign up. And if you do a 20-minute conversation with me, I'm going to give you a workbook. To discover, you know, uh, your manifesto, the things you need, the things that have been stopping you for free, you know, and um, yeah. So let's have that conversation. Like, you know, reach out to me, schedule that time with me, and um, yeah, you know, I am here for you guys, and um, I really want you to have a crazy, juicy love life uh, for everyone that come across my path. So. Um, this is your loving relationship coach, Jimmy Allen. Don't forget to rate um, and subscribe in the comment box if you're listening to this, listening to this on iTunes or uh, Spotify. Um, and share this post if it, it really touched you. Um, and I was really happy to create it. So um, this is Jimmy Allen. Crazy Juicy Love. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the Crazy Juicy Love Podcast. If you like this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. And if you really like this podcast, please share it. Twitter, Instagram, or on your webpage. Thank you. Crazy Juicy Love. Hey guys, are you ready to call in your one? Are you ready to become wildly magnetic to the partner that you deserve and start creating that crazy, juicy love? Well, I am offering a discount package when you listen to this podcast. So when you listen to this podcast, you follow me on Instagram, you DM me and say, you listen to this podcast, and I will offer you a discount on a seven-week session. Crazy, juicy love.